Yeah, man, I'm smacking my teeth because I want to get a 10-piece. You know how I love these 10-pieces, but they keep raising the prices on these motherfuckers. It's going to get to a point where I'm going to start robbing these niggas for their chicken, and I'm not talking about money. You know what I'm saying? Because if I comfortably want a 10-piece lemon pepper with the half lemonade, half tea, then I should get that comfortably and efficiently. I shouldn't have to pay a whole dub piece for the 10-piece. And then the 10-piece be really a 5-piece because when you look at the 10-piece, it's really 8 wingettes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm going to let it go, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, y'all. I had to open it like that. It's just I'm having chicken stress. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to keep it moving, you know? But all right, man. Let's get it, man. You know what I'm saying? Time is the money, as they always say, you know? Um, but you're welcome, man. You know, episode 17. For the love, it's your boy Los, and of course, before we start off, I want to thank my listeners, as always, for popping in each episode, especially for kicking in for this week on episode 17. I appreciate it. Of course, all my SoundCloud listeners, my Spotify listeners, and my Apple listeners, y'all all are great and goats in my eyes, and also... In recent news, For the Love news, the official For the Love merch made by Super Clothing, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Super Clothing and shout out to Pack Super, you know what I'm saying? Keeping it super out here. The link is in my bio, all my social medias. Uh, follow my IG, which is SlimWop, and that's S-L-I-M-W-O-P, word to Gucci, and y'all will see the link on my instagram and also check the super clothing page and that's s-u-u-p-a clothing again it's s-u-u-p-a clothing you can go on their social medias or just pull up on their website and you can shop there again it's the official for the love merch i want to thank my supporters that's copping those t-shirts as well and you know what I'm saying? We out here giving good product, man. Audio, you know what I'm saying? T-shirt game. You know what I mean? Get your fresh right, man. Because, you know, for the love, we just want people to feel fly and feel blessed. You know what I'm saying? When you put the shirt on, it's more than just the merch. We want you to feel great in your skin. You know what I'm saying? And either if it's white or the black tea, it's going to blend in with the skin contact. You know what I'm saying? But on that note, you know what I'm saying? Let's get it popping. But, ooh boy, man, that new music alert, we know it's here. We do it every week, we do it every episode, but this time is different. We got Pusha Terrence, a.k.a. your Pusha Man, coming out with the new album. If you heard the snippet, my lord, fire. Besides the VA bias, Coat Rap is back. Anytime I want to listen to Coke talk outside of Benny the Butcher is definitely Pusha T being the motherfucker I want to listen to. The fact that he's coming out with an album this soon in the year has me excited uh, following the Corday release. Corday, to me, I know it's too early to call, but Corday is at the top to set the tone. Push may take that spot for the moment. And then on top of that, you still got um, to keep it with new music. You have Freddie Gibbs um, supposedly dropping with Triple S. 
and you got Lil Uzi apparently, but main mainly Freddie and Pusha. You know what I'm saying? Is the is the shit that's keeping me hype. See it, seeing Pusha drop the snippets and giving us audio towards the promo is giving us more so confirmation that something is definitely about to drop soon. You know what I'm saying? So definitely look into that. Ye apparently is doing Donda 2. He's talking about how Future is executive producing that. So that shit sounds insane in itself. And I'm I'm laughing because it's just like, imagine Future executive producing a Kanye album. That's like culturally the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Musically, you can take a guess to how that's about to come out. But culturally, that's just... That shit is just classic, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, on music, I saw some shit where Dre, of course, of course, Dre go big up his 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 team and his peoples and his mans. One of them being, of course, Eminem. He is stating who in the world can fuck with Eminem in the verses. Of course, this conversation has been brought up before, so this is not new, but seeing it from dre himself putting him on the stage like that as far as nobody can fuck with him only leads to motherfuckers like myself having this conversation and bringing up this situation as a topic you know what i'm saying in the past i personally said buster would be a great slash perfect uh, opponent for eminem due to their matching energies and how they give it up on stage not saying nobody like first and foremost before i continue nobody in this planet earth is fucking with buster rhymes when it comes to stage presence slash stage performance so that's first and foremost now when we're talking about being on stage with the person in that capacity eminem could definitely do that in my humble opinion and i feel like Per catalog, Eminem can at least match up with Buster Rhymes. I still have Buster winning that situation, but in a stage battle, especially if they incorporate, excuse me, incorporate, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to public education, incorporate a big stage, large crowd, shit like that, like the dip set lots versus, then at that point, I can definitely see Eminem matching up with Buster Rhymes as far as a stage performance slash presence. You know what I'm saying? The only other motherfucker um, besides Buster for Eminem would be, I can see, I can somewhat see Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would rather see Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne and Buster would probably be a better matchup. Like, when I said Buster can be with him, I heard motherfuckers say Wayne for Buster. So, that can be one. But Wayne can be another particular opponent I can see going against Eminem. You know what I'm saying? So, and those two per- people, Buster and Wayne, out of respect, would beat Eminem in the verses. So, that's your answer, Dr. Dre. I don't know what else you're looking for. I don't even know. I hope you talking to Swiss and Tim and setting some shit up because it would be dope as hell to see Eminem do a versus. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, personally, I, I another opinion of mine, and it's not a hot take or anything, but I feel like at the stage of where Eminem is at as far as his career, I feel like a versus would be, I don't want to say beneficial, but pretty much beneficial to his his catalog more so than his career. His career is set. 
he don't need nothing else for his career to pop off or be more labeled as solidified. But to show love to his catalog, I feel like a versus would be dope for Eminem because now, and this is where I get to my hot take because when I'm was listening to the Cordae album recently, and of course the song, I don't know the song off the top of my head as far as the song name, but the song that Corday has featuring Eminem and I also listened to the Joe Button podcast recently and Joe made a point of how he's to and this is me summarizing it or paraphrasing how he's tired of hearing M on the song go off for like six minutes to the point where you forget the track and when I heard that I honestly believe and support that theory because it's getting to a point where you mentally, you know that M can rap, so that that conversation has been going for the past couple years. It's a point now where it's like, fam, like we forget that the song even exists when M gets to the track and starts rapping because he goes off forever, and it's like damn at that point you forgot the song existed <laughs> you know what i'm saying so the last feature that m did that was fire i mean like hard was the um lord above record uh with fat joe and dre on their album and uh featuring mary too that that lord above that shit is crazy so and if you ain't listening to that peep that out M killed that verse like how he flowed on that it was uh reminiscent of renegade you know the love me track on the eight mile soundtrack like how that flow how it was more calm and slowed down and he took his time with his pace and his voice uh and shit like that you know what i'm saying that's the type of flow i like to hear from him all that 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 computer rap as i call it like this like he sounds like if siri was to rap on your phone that's eminem you know what i'm saying like <laughs> word up so only say that to say eminem in the verses would be fire to dre's point um i know m is a big person to where he may not do it i feel like he would do it if it makes sense i could see eminem going against ll out of respect like i don't see their catalogs matching up but I can honestly see them two niggas battling off the love and respect they have for each other. I can see them two coming together and probably doing some shit. And I think LL wouldn't mind doing it because of the huge stature that Eminem has in the game and the culture. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I personally think LL wouldn't mind even sharing that stage with Eminem. And that would be a crazy battle. Like, L, of course I have LL winning that shit, but that would, again, more so give Eminem eminem's catalog the opportunity to be really respected and loved as it should be because that's another thing too we get so stuck on his current approach and how he raps to where we forget what he gave us in the past you know what i'm saying he's a legend but anyway man that's the new music uh more so to summarize that i'm all that being said i'm waiting on push a t you know what I'm saying? This is the VA native right here. That drug kingpin talk. You feel me? The album cover already got coke over the face. So I'm lit. You know what I'm saying? And just want to see him in the verses, man. Whether if he win or lose, a verses with him will be fire. You know? 
Word up. So besides the new music, when I woke up the uh, last morning and I saw my TV, the first thing the first thing I saw, by the way, uh, was Barry Bonds not making the Hall of Fame. And apparently this is his final year, so he would not be eligible to make the Hall of Fame. So when I saw that, the very first thing I thought in my brain was, hmm, the motherfucker that has the most home runs in Major League history is not in the Hall of Fame. The motherfucker that never technically tested positive for any drugs now rather if you believe that he did it or not me personally i don't know i'm like 50 50 on the shit because it's like you know what i'm saying like the nigga just got huge out of nowhere but then it's like he was a hall of famer prior to that situation and then on top of that he never tested positive for drugs I only bring that up because that's very important because if you legally haven't been caught by the system, then you cannot say that he took drugs technically because you can't prove it. He never had a failed test. He never admitted to it because he stood ground on his belief and his faith in that he did not take it. Now, I only bring that up because you have... The other legend, which is David Ortiz, shout out to my Dominicans out there. And even though he's on the other side of the fence because I'm a Yankees fan and he played for the Red Sox, it's have to, it has to be pointed out that David Ortiz, for example, was caught testing positive for drugs, PDEs, you know, PEDs. You feel me? So... I say that to say that person is in the Hall of Fame, but Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, for instance, didn't make it to the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Also, the overall message with all that shit being said in summary is that we need to not put too much leverage and energy on non-athletes slash writers slash bozos, quiddos, whatever you want to call them putting validation on these world athletes that we grew up and watch and love now don't get me wrong if you were caught out here cheating and being unethical and things of that sort then you should be removed from the game as far as uh literally and physically and anything as far as record books you should be removed but if you are a person like Barry Bonds who was solidified in terms of baseball like I just watched a highlight with Barry Bonds and they intentionally walked this man with bases loaded I never seen that shit in my life like if you if you have to intentionally walk a motherfucker with bases loaded and with the game on the line that is telling that tells you you that nigga that's hall of fame behavior right there how is that type of nigga not in the hall of fame <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like if and if that nigga took steroids and he's getting that behavior then everybody need to be on steroids at that point then because it's like what the fuck you know what i'm saying but anyway i say that to say shout out to barry bonds dog you got a big ass head your head shaped like a cashew but you a legend you know what i'm saying and from the culture standpoint, you definitely in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, man, but that's uh, that's that. I normally don't talk baseball shit, but it's more so Barry Bonds. And again, you know how they do the kinfolk. They not, they don't they don't respect the accolades. You know what I'm saying? But football, man. You know, first off, I just want to give a shout out to the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs for providing us with the greatest game I've ever seen in NFL history. I mean, at this point, they should give both teams the Super Bowl trophy. That was the Super Bowl game that we watched. And after that game, I honestly felt like that person or, excuse me, the team that will win that game is going to win the Super Bowl. I honestly felt that way. The motherfuckers was balling. And that's Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. They were going crazy on the field. That game was insane. And I seen a meme where it had me crying for like a minute because it was real shit, but it said the greatest play of the game was the coin toss for OT. And I laughed because, of course, it's the the determined factor of who wins that game because eventually Kansas City ends up getting the go-ahead touchdown for the win in OT. It honestly was the game in scenario that should make the NFL change the OT rules. They should go to college uh, standard rules where both teams have a chance to score and keep it going and go into multiple OTs. That could have been a game that would have went to two, three, four OTs the way they were fucking playing. If a motherfucker ties the game with 15 seconds left, then that shit right there is like, what the fuck? Like, you can't, it's nothing you could do about that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, shout out to the Chiefs and the Bills. More respect to the Bills. Well, not more, but just respect to them because even though they lost, the motherfuckers are legit. Respect to Josh Allen. I seen Josh Allen truck a cornerback and hurt that nigga as he was scrambling. Who the fuck does that? Like a QB. I never seen, granted, in, in terms of size, Josh Allen was way bigger than the motherfucker cornerback, but I never seen a quarterback truck a fucking defensive player and, like, continue to move forward in the field. That shit was insane. And, of course, Mahomes was doing Mahomes shit, so that's why the Chiefs in the conference game now, and we here now, but, you know, Quick review on football. You know, this weekend is football conference championship week. You got the Rams versus the 49ers. And then on the AFC side, you got the Chiefs versus the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like it's going to be exciting. Burrow versus Mahomes. And then you got Jimmy G versus Stafford. Me personally, I got the Rams versus the Chiefs for the Super Bowl. The Bengals is official even though i'm a ravens fan i gotta give respect and nod up to cincinnati on they on their side representing the division and doing the thing doing the playoffs i have them being a legit threat into making the super bowl but i feel like the chiefs is going to do what they have to do to get through and make it to the title game and eventually avenge their super bowl loss last year um on the other end I have the Rams, like I said, and I also would love to see Odell personally get that ring. Imagine Odell getting that ring after going through the past couple years with Cleveland and how the media more so tried to crucify this young man and making it seem like 
Baker not being the issue, but it was Odell when whole time is Baker being an inconsistent quarterback. And I laugh at that. You know what I'm saying? So I would love to see Odell get a ring. And there's no love lost on the Chiefs. Like they're I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they're a rival for the Baltimore Ravens, but they are a team that we look at as the top of the list as far as getting over the hump. So if anything they're more so inspiration, but there's no hate. And either way, it'll be a dope-ass game, and that's quickly what's to approach for this upcoming weekend for football. You know what I'm saying? Basketball, it ain't really no shit to really focus on. The Lakers is still trash or whatever the fuck they doing. I don't even know what the label the Lakers at this point. Them niggas are just playing basketball. I don't fucking know. LeBron balling, but other than that, they're just... I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it feel like it feel like sometimes when I'm watching the Lakers, it's like Smush Parker's out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what the fuck. And then Golden State, they doing their shit. Phoenix still balling. You know, the top teams uh, really, like, on the East is really between Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and fucking Chicago. You know what I'm saying? And then... Outside of those three, I would say Miami. And, yeah, it's probably it, Miami. You know what I mean? But um, And then the West, you only got, you know, Golden State, Utah, and Phoenix. And then everybody else. So those are really the top three on both sides. And then, you know, Ben Simmons still being Ben Simmons. So it's just random shit going on in the NBA, man. So um that that's pretty much enough of the sports talk again like the first thing i saw when i had woke up the other day was the barry bond situation how he didn't make the hall of fame and i laughed at that because that can tell you that it's a lot of personal vendettas going on in this media shit like with the to situation how they really tried to write that man off the hall of fame and then once he made the hall of fame and he uh, personally said he wasn't going to the ceremony. They try to make him the problem. They try to make it seem like, oh, you should be able to honor the system and honor the people. When like, why is he honoring all of that when these same motherfuckers tried to shit on him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I'm to, I'm go, I'm doing my own shit. Like, thank you for electing me in the Hall of Fame, but fuck y'all niggas in the same breath because I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to my school grounds. And do my ceremony there where my loved ones is here. I respect that. And Barry Bonds, how you have the, not Barry Bonds personally, but like for the league, how the fuck you don't have the nigga that has the most home runs in the Hall of Fame? Like, the fuck? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is crazy. But to each his own, you know what I mean? Like, or, but. Alright man, alright man time, time to zone out into some other shit Lead a sports situation Because if I put focus and Attent on these Ritz motherfuckers Then I'm gonna lose my mind So let's get into some random shit Because it was some things throughout the week That was just random as hell But it's like hilarious Cause it's like how the fuck did it go down One and two How the fuck could you do some shit like that You know what I'm saying One of the two you pick But <clears throat> all right hold on hold on i need my lighter man y'all stay tuned you know what i'm saying be patient because i'm here all right <laughs> what we doing a bad y'all you know what i'm saying i like to stay clouded out here you know what i'm saying word up but anyway let's get it now in random nigga news you know what i'm saying aka rnn 
I want to share this, man, because this shit is, like, insane to me. Like, so you had a good brother in Chicago who spent 20 years in prison, was freed after it just so finds out that the twin brother committed the crime, which was murder. So to summarize it, there are a set of twins and the young man went to jail for 20 years the twin brother actually confessed to the murder and now the other brother is free after doing 20 years i say that to say if i was the young man that spent 20 years in jail and i found out after i got out that my actual brother like committed the crime then you might as well put me back in jail because i'm working that nigga and that's on our mama at that point you know what i'm saying because mama just gonna have to understand that a nigga was hot in that situation i love you but i don't love that nigga you know what i'm saying word up because that's just wild as shit you know what i'm saying 20 years for a crime that not only that you didn't do but in theory your twin brother did it so it's like if you're my twin and you real life allowed me to do 20 years knowing you did that shit I have to get you the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Word up. So that's some random shit. You know what I mean? And yet again, and yet again, and as always, because that for the love, we always want to support this person. But I want to give a shout out to the God himself, Ray J. Of course, if you know by now on for the love, everything we do is for the love of Ray J. That's first and foremost and keeping it in random news i want to give love to ray j because at the end of the day this good brother is holding down the competition for all the women out there all the queens you know what i'm saying if they send him the best provocating slash sexiest video content or pictures they have a chance to win a platonic relationship with the God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, who out here on earth is holding those type of competitions outside of Ray J? I'm going to let you think about that one. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, everything, like I said, we do is for the love of Ray J because this is the same man that started the Kardashian reign. You know what I'm saying? It's the same man that was the first blood in the industry. You know what I'm talking about? And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a... I'm gonna just keep, I'm gonna just stop it right there because I don't you know we we gonna say that for another time you know what I'm saying between Ray J and Tyrese that's top five in humanity you know what I'm saying so if you don't agree with that I'm gonna need you to read a book and either pull up YouTube and just look at the facts you know what I'm saying because shit like that you can't deny you know what I'm saying so we're just gonna keep it moving on that note um again shout out to the god tyrese everything you do is legendary that's first and foremost you know what i'm saying you can be a cook and you better than god fietti to me you know what i'm saying word up all right so before i get to sleep of time aka 757 sounds that we do on for the love i want to state the last random note that i discovered within myself now before i share this information i want to address the people that may more than likely know about this situation and to those people don't be those motherfuckers that's like oh we already knew that you late this and that fuck out of here i just found out let a nigga breathe you know what i'm saying so anyway to get to my random information or whatever the fuck you want to call it i recently found out 
that a legend motherfucker in the game that's in the industry that represents our hip-hop culture was born in Hampton, Virginia. Now, this brother that is from Hampton, Virginia is known to be a part of one of the most legendary, if not the legendary R&B groups of all time in the 90s especially, which is Jodeci. And he's known to discover a lot of other acts as well. Locally speaking, he's known to discover acts such as Timbaland, just to give you a piece of his work, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, to keep it short, the motherfucker's a part of Jodeci. By this point, if you're not knowing who I'm referring to, I'm referring to the good brother Devontae Swing. Shout out to Devontae Swing. And to give a short resume, again, he's known to discover acts such as Timbaland, and that's a homegrown scenario as far as Timbaland. Shout out to Timbo. And he's known as far as video directing um videos such as freaking you and other videos with hype williams so Devonte swing is definitely a legend and i only say that and bring it up because when i found out that this motherfucker was from hampton i know i was late in the game but i thought that was even more legendary that now the 757 can claim a motherfucker in jodeci as part of theirs so anyway that's definitely the last, in quote, random shit. You know what I mean? We want to put that in the RNN segment as far as random nigga news. You know what I'm saying? But on that note, again, we're going to transition from that situation to the current sleeper, a.k.a. 757 sounds of the day. You know what I'm saying? So normally at For the Love, what we do is show support and love all pun intended to the local talent out there in the seven five area i want to give my shouts and respect to all those local talent definitely look forward to more coming soon on the latest episodes however this episode in this week i'm feeling spicy i'm feeling different i'm feeling feeling a little loose you know what i'm saying I'm feeling in my r&b bag and in honor of the good Hampton brother, Devontae Swing. I'm going to play two artists that he also discovered, and one of them being within the 757, because of course, that for the love, we're going to keep it local and 757 base. Now, this is God tier right here. So, this is me going left field because normally I play the local talent, but this time I'm going to keep it classic and stay on my lane and get it lit for the motherfucking crowd you know what i'm saying so let's get it on with the sleeper dog you know again these two people are people that were discovered by Devonte swing so essentially a hampton virginia native discovered these two talents and like i said before being that Devonte swing discovered timberland if he didn't discover timberland it wouldn't be a big pimping and without Timberland, it wouldn't be none of this. Let's get it. Yeah, a little slow jam. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
All right, y'all. So that was this week's sleeper, aka Seven Five Seven Sounds for the pod, and that was, of course, Missy Elliott and Genuine, and the song is called "Friendly Skies" off her Super Duper Fly album, classic, of course. And you know, Seven Five Seven only do classic sounds, man, from a global standpoint and from the local standpoint. You know what I mean? Um, before we kick it off and send the pot off is the right way first and foremost i want to say rest in peace to the late great kobe bryant and also gg bryant and the other families that were lost in that situation as well um again we understand and recognize kobe being who he was and what he meant to the world but we do ultimately acknowledge the others that was lost as well because we're all humans at the end of the day and they get our love and respect at, for the love. So definitely well wishes to them. It has been two years since his passing. And just want to send my well wishes to his family, Vanessa and the kids and his moms and pops. Of course, everybody that loved him has been two years again. And just want to send my love at for the love because Kobe, we out here wilding. Shit ain't safe out here. You knew that. But shit really went left after you left, dog. So just want to send my love out to them. And hopefully you can save the Lakers from having this weird ass season because I don't know what's going on, dog. But on that note, also love and light to all the lost loved ones we have around the world. Uh, More so on the local standpoint, Uh, we've been dealing with senseless killings and just want to wish everybody to be safe and to stay out the way, man, because that's the best policy to do is to mind your business and do what you got to do and go to fuck home because ain't nothing like home. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say it again. Ain't nothing like home. And if you got shorty in the crib or for the ladies, if your nigga is at home, go home and love that motherfucker because that's who's waiting for you. Not none of this shit out the streets. You know what I'm saying? So on that note, I like to say stay up. Thank you again to my supporters and listeners. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep this shit rocking on y'all niggas because y'all the ones that's keeping this boat moving. You feel me? So I say that to say thank you. And, of course, the official For the Love merch, last but not least, is now available on the Super Clothing website. Again, that's S-U-U-P-A Clothing. Or check the bio on my social medias. And if you don't know that, you should know by now. And it's episode 17 because you should be out there making $17 and not trying to get 17 years in jail. You know what I mean? And also, wash your ass, drink your waters, of course, and stop eating Hot Pockets because it's not good for you. You know what I'm saying? It's just not word up. You got to let them go. And let go of the Eggo waffles. You know what I'm saying? Grow up. But again, this is episode 17, and it's your boy Los. God bless.